For those of you who don't know me, my name is Father Zach, and I am the chaplain at the Oshkosh Newman Center. And last year was my first official year as a priest here at LifeFest. And I was just wondering, who was here last year for this? Okay. I just want to say thank you for coming last year. Last year um, was much worse. Is that right? You may, yeah, it was worse. This was all a mud pit last year. Okay, so those of you who remember that. And one thing that just moved my heart by a lot of you was your love for the Eucharist. And when you came forward, you literally had like mud and muddy water dripping down your knees. And some of you came and kneeled before the Lord in the Eucharist and received him. Um, but that like meant so much to me. It's, it's a memory I'll, I'll never forget. Now I'm much happier that it's not like that this year. Um, if you want to have a mud pit, we're going to pray it doesn't rain tomorrow. But last year, uh, it was it was awful. I don't think we could have the electronics that we have right now um, if that was indeed the case. I just want to say thank you for being here. Um, I also want to um, just introduce a few people who are here so you're aware. So we have uh, Brittany Beck. So she is an up-and-coming Catholic musician. So she'll be with us for the next few days. Um, also here, here from meet and greet afterwards. So if you enjoy her music, she is also selling CDs um, to help start her career. Uh, she came here all the way from Colorado, so it wasn't a short trip. Left yesterday at 3 a.m. to be here with us. So thank you for being here with us. Um, also, John uh, is a seminarian, so your reader uh, will, God willing, be a, a priest someday. So we pray for him. If you've been praying for seminarians, praying for priests, uh, he is one of those uh, gentlemen that we pray for on those posters. So thank you for being here, John, as well. Um, also, Carissa, thank you for doing all the background work. So we're going to hopefully have hot dogs after this. So you'll be fed spiritually and then hopefully be fed um, physically after this as well. So we'll have that each day. Uh, but they're not hot dogs. They're called holy dogs because apparently after mass, everything becomes holier. So um, and thank you to your parents as well for helping set this up. And this is also not normal. So for those of us who think it might be hot, when we first started coming out here as a diocese, as far as I'm told, there were no tents. This We were all in the sun. You get severely sunburned um, and that's just the kind of way that things went and that has nothing to do with my homily I just want to get the preparatory stuff out of the way um, for, for you all so as we um, come here to, to mass I just want us to, to focus on this fact God for all eternity that is from the beginning of time what he's desired with you or even from you is a relationship he has desired to be your first love and to be your best, 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 best friend. And I can't stress that enough because God, who is love, has desired a relationship with you from the beginning of time. And it's like super distracting here. So I'm just going to quick quiz you. What has God desired with you for all eternity? For relationship, right? So bingo, A plus, you're, you're on the right track. And that also means that your heart, like the, 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 the core of who you are, is created for a relationship with Jesus. It's created for a relationship with the Father and the Holy Spirit. But it's a relationship that burns away all fear, all sin, and all sense of unworthiness. I think often you and I, were, if we just take time to reflect on our life, we actually slow down, which is what we're doing right now. We realize we're a lot like the Israelites, the people who, who were God's chosen people, which we indeed are, Sometimes we forget that we're, we're created for a relationship with him. Just listen to these beautiful words from the prophet Hosea. And I just want you to listen to them like as if you never heard them before. The prophet Hosea says, When Israel was a child, I loved him. Out of Egypt I called my son. The more I called them, 
the further they went away from, from me. And isn't, isn't that us sometimes? Like sometimes we, we actually hear God calling us something and we actually push him away. But later, the prophet Hosea says, I fostered them, which means I, I fathered them. I, I went out of my way to adopt them like one who raises an infant to my cheeks. So that means like Jesus wants uh, a deeper relationship with you, like really close, tight, intimate. He doesn't want you far away. He wants you close. He says, yet though I stooped to feed my child, they did not know that I was their healer. Often when you and I become confused, and maybe you've been confused lately, I think of that often we become confused. We find ourselves broken, going through the motions, or even going back to those places of slavery that the Lord has saved us from. And these places of pain have left us wounded, and for some of us gathered here, have made us close our hearts off to God. Like some of us right now, we're just not open. And if that's you, and if you know that you're, you're, you may be physically here, but you're thousands of miles away from the Lord, and you're going through the motions, or maybe you're just completely confused, or you're brokenhearted, just deep down, if you're honest with yourself, like how are you? How, how are you really doing? Have you and I forgotten that it's all about relationship? When I'm living in relationship, when I'm aware of my identity as a beloved son, because of the sacrifice of Jesus, the Holy Spirit fills me, lifts me into the arms of the Father. And one thing I don't do is I don't judge people so much. It's one thing I struggle with as a priest. I, I judge people too much. And sometimes I find myself going through the motions. I find myself confused. And I check the boxes and I'm going through the motions. And I, I forget that simple fact that it's all about relationship. And if you feel that you're too far gone, which sometimes we do, we feel like we're too far gone, or it's too late for me, or if God, if I open my heart up, he'd find something repulsive, that's simply not true. That's false, and it's a lie from the pit of hell. Listen to, as, as Hosea goes on in this reading today. At the end of the reading, it says that God's heart is overwhelmed with pity for you and I when we don't know that he is our healer. I'm confused. Jesus, heal it. I'm, I'm broken. Jesus, heal it. I'm out of relationship. Jesus, heal it. When, when, when you and I don't know that we're in that state of confusion, God's not repulsed by you. He's actually drawn closer to you. And it actually causes him pity to see you in that state of confusion or that state of desperation or to see you and I going through the motions or, or with our hearts closed off. Because we don't know that Jesus is our healer, God is our healer. So when God sees you suffering, he sees you closing your, your heart off, he's actually overwhelmed with pity. That means he is deeply moved and has compassion for everyone gathered here. Or if you know someone who is suffering, God's heart is moved with compassion for them. Is that the God you know? Is that the God that you are living in relationship with? Or is that the God you are presented with your whole life? Because this God who loves you, who has pity for you when you're confused, who calls out to you, even when you run away, he's desired a relationship with you forever because he loves you. And if, you, and if you do open your heart up to him, and if you do reopen up your heart to him, if you've been far away, maybe you're, again, you're physically here, but you're going through the motions, what is God going to do? 
Like, what's going to happen? He's not going to call down fire from heaven and, 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 and burn you up. It's, it's, it's not what the word of God says. We actually hear the words. It says, he says, he will not give vent to blazing anger and he will not destroy you. For he says, I am God and not man. That's what you and I do when we're not living in relationship. We judge people. We burn them up with anger and un- unkind comments. But he says, I am the Holy One present among you. That means God is, he's right here with you right now. And he says, it says, God will not let the flames of the world consume you. Rather, the love that is from his heart that burns for you will consume you. The relationship that Jesus desires with each of you is very intimate and personal. The saints of our church have said that God loves you as if there are only one of you. He loves you uniquely. And he's more present to you, says St. Augustine, than the chair that you're sitting on. He's more real to you than that. It's so personal that he actually wants to abide in you. He wants to be, have an intimate relationship with you. And we, we do that primarily with what we're doing right now. We hear the word of God. We, he restores our relationship through reconciliation. But we, we had the sacrament of confession before mass. We repent of our venial sins. We hear the word of God. We, we reveal the truth, which the truth is, is what you and I are created for. And then you come down for communion and you're going to receive the God of the universe in the Holy Eucharist. The God that, that calls out to you even when you run away, even when you close off your heart, he comes to us. Our God is so good. And when you receive him on your, on your tongue or in your hand, we should just stop for a moment and, and, and just think about what's actually happening. We're so honored to receive God in the Holy Eucharist. I remember last year, again, people kneeling in the mud as they came forward with mud dripping from their knees as they opened their hearts or reopened their hearts to begin or restart a relationship with Jesus. And I, I was just, as a priest, I was so honored for Jesus in the Eucharist to come to us in a, in a mud bath, like literally a mud bath. But isn't that what Jesus was born into in the incarnation when God became one of us? He was born into a mess. So if that's you feeling like you're too far gone, my life is a mess. I'm physically here, but internally, you don't want to know what's going on inside of there. That's literally what Jesus was born into. And it's such a gift for us as Catholics to know that our, our Lord doesn't run from, the, run from the messes. He actually runs to the messes. And he wants for a lot of us to take what is our mess and redeem it and restore it because he is our healer and he wants to take our mess and form it into a message. So you tell other people about this God who loves you and who has desired a relationship with you. And only that that relationship will satisfy those anxieties, those aches in your heart when you and I turn to things that we just know are not good for us and that we just feel depleted instead of restored and redeemed. The Eucharist is medicine for us. And Jesus is our healer. If you listen closely in the silence of your heart, he's calling out to each of you and me right now. And the more he calls out to us, may we this day not be like the people of Israel and run away from him. But may we all the more open and reopen our hearts 
to have a deeper and more intimate relationship with him, with his God who is love. But our God, again, he's a God who is a gentleman. You and I have free will. We can do whatever we want to do. So he's, it's Revelation 3.20. He's standing at the door of your heart and my heart and he's knocking. And he says, will you open? Will you open? Or will you reopen right now as you prepare to receive him? in the Holy Eucharist. He asks you for permission because he loves you. And that's how relationships work. They're never forced. It's always an invitation. It's always a proposal, not an imposal. It's never imposed upon you. So the Lord is proposing to you and I to reopen our hearts to him. And when we open our hearts to him, we, 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 we hear those words of our responsorial psalm today. It says, let us see your face, Lord, and we shall be saved. To be saved is to mean, is, means to be safe. To be safe from those things that don't make us happy, that cause us deep shame. So you can either keep going through the motions. You can either keep your heart closed, living in that place of judgment or wherever you're at, far from him. And if, and if that's you, if you keep doing that, what will your life look like in five years? But if you open your heart or reopen your heart or ask him to come in deeper and you actually let him maybe come cheek to cheek with you, like what could your life look like in five years? We take a moment of silence to acknowledge what is about to be before us and to know that our God when he acknowledges us he acknowledges us as his beloved that he's desired a relationship with for all eternity and when he sees you suffering his heart is overwhelmed with pity but it doesn't have to remain that way if you open or reopen your heart right now come Holy Spirit